against the epicureans and academics by epictetus translation thomas william rolston this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. reading by matt Berard. against the epicureans and academics by epictetus from the teaching of epictetus one beliefs which are sound and manifestly true are of necessity used even by those who deny them and perhaps a man might adduce this as the greatest possible proof of the manifest truth of anything that those who deny it are compelled to make use of it thus if a man should deny that there is anything universally true it is clear that he is obliged to affirm the contrary the negation that there is nothing universally true slave not even this for what is this but to say that if there is anything universal it is a falsehood two again if one should come and say know that nothing can be known but all things are incapable of proof or another believe me and it shall profit thee that no man ought to believe any man or again another learn from me o man that it is not possible to learn anything and i tell thee this and i will teach thee if thou wilt now wherein do such men differ from those whom shall i say those who call themselves academics assent o men that no man can assent to aught believe us that no man can believe any one three thus epicurus when he would abolish the natural fellowship of men with one another employeth the very thing that is being abolished for what saith he be not deceived o men nor misguided nor mistaken there is no natural fellowship among reasoning beings believe me and those who speak otherwise deceive us with sophisms what is that to thee let us be deceived will it be the worse for thee if all other men are persuaded that we have a natural fellowship with one another and that we should in all ways maintain it nay but much the better and safer man why dost thou take thou for us and watch at night for our sakes why dost thou kindle thy lamp and rise early why dost thou write so many books lest any of us should be deceived about the gods in supposing that they cared for men or lest any one should take the essence of the good to be anything else than pleasure for if these things are so then lie down and sleep and live the life of a worm wherefore thou hast judged thyself fit eat and drink and cohabit and ease thyself and snore what is it to thee how other men think concerning these matters whether soundly or unsoundly what hast thou to do with us with sheep hast thou some concern for that they serve us when they are shorn and when they are milked and at last when they have their throats cut were not then to be desired if men could be lulled and charmed to slumber by the stoics and give themselves to thee and the like of thee 
to be shorn and milked these things shouldst thou say to thy brother epicureans but shouldst thou not keep them hidden from other men and seek in every way to persuade them above all things that we are by nature social and that temperance is good in order that everything may be kept for thee or should we preserve this fellowship with some and not with others with whom then should we preserve it with those who also preserve it towards us or those who transgress it and who transgresses it more than ye who set forth such doctrines for what then was it that roused up epicurus from his sleep and compelled him to write the things he wrote what else than nature the mightiest of all powers in humanity nature that drags the man reluctant and groaning to her will for saith she since it seems to thee that there is no fellowship among men write this down and deliver it to others and watch and wait for this and be thyself by thine own deed the accuser of thine own opinions shall we then say that orestes was driven by the furies and aroused from sleep and did not crueler furies and avengers rouse this man as he slumbered and suffered him not to rest but compelled him as madness and wine the priests of Cybele, to proclaim his own evils so mighty and invincible a thing is man's nature five for how can a vine be affected and not in the manner of a vine but of an olive or how again can an olive be affected not in the manner of an olive but of a vine it is impossible it cannot be conceived neither then is it possible for a man wholly to lose the affections of humanity for even eunuchs cannot cut away for themselves the desires of men and thus epicurus has cut away all that belongs to a man as father of a family and as citizen and as friend but the desires of humanity he hath not cut away for he could not no more than these pitiful academics are able to cast away or to blind their own perceptions although this is the thing that they have striven with all their zeal to do six how shameful is this that a man having received from nature measures and canons for the recognition of truth should study not to add to them and perfect them where they are wanting but the very contrary of this if there be anything that may lead us to the knowledge of the truth they strive to abolish and destroy it seven what sayest thou philosopher religion and holiness what dost thou take them for if thou wilt i shall prove that they are good so be it prove it then in order that our citizens may be converted and honour the divinity and be no longer neglectful of the greatest things now hast thou received the proofs i have and am thankful therefore eight now since thou art exceedingly well pleased with these things hear the contrary there are no gods or if there be they have no care for men nor have we any communion with them and this religion and holiness whereof the multitude babble is the lying of impostors and sophists 
or of legislators by zeus for the frightening and restraining of evildoers well said philosopher the citizens shall have much profit of thee thou hast already brought back all our youths to the contempt of sacred things what now are these doctrines not pleasing to thee learn then that righteousness is nothing that reverence is folly that a father is nothing a son nothing well said philosopher proceed persuade the young that we may multiply the number of those who believe and speak with thee from these teachings have grown our well-governed states from these did sparta spring and these beliefs by his laws and discipline did lycurgus plant among his people that slavery is no more base than honourable nor to be free men more honourable than base through these opinions died those who fell at thermopylae and through what others did the athenians forsake their city nine then those who speak such things marry and beget children and take part in public affairs and make themselves priests and augurs of what of beings that do not exist and they question the pythian oracle that they may learn falsehoods and they declare the oracles to others o oh, monstrous impudence and imposture end of against the epicureans and academics by epictetus translation thomas william ralston